The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Hello and welcome to uh, Words with Chris and Drew, episode 22. Or 2 of series 3. If you insist on being wrong all the time, yes. Well, we hope you're having a soup uh, day. Uh, mm. We've got some superlative entertainment <laughs> for you now. Soup, area laughs, all uh, the way. Are you done? Music. Episode 2 of season 3, which is not wrong. Episode 22, yeah. Or episode 22. Wait, whatever. no, wait. No, I fucked up. Oh, it's episode... Wait, is it? It's t- episode 21. It is. Oh, if you want to be wrong all the time. Oh, I should just say Liam's here. He's just calling no, wait, around is it? in the corner. Huh? I've lost count now. This is a this fucking is, train wreck. This is, <laughs> this is a train wreck already. Right. Anyway... <laughs> Liam's here, but he's he's just chilling in the corner. He, he might because it's, it's bloody hot today. Yeah, it's apparently about thirty-two degrees. According to my car, uh, my car is never wrong. Yeah, there you go. Right, just to line up for everyone, what it's is infallible? What is um? Make it the Pope. She's gonna talk over me, are you? What is this? I'm getting annoyed already. <laughs> I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting frustrated already. It's probably the heat. It's the heat. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. I'm going to now, now do what I was about to do and tell people what's going to happen. Alright. So you just sit there. I'll crack on. And shut your fucking mouth. Right. Fill your boots. We've got um, the, our regular features today of uh, obviously Andrew's joke at the end. Um, we've got our Jigsaw Jamboree part two. So you'll see how Andrew gets on with that. And uh, another bonus feature today, which is uh, why Liam is with us, because he's going to be our judge. Mm. In the soup off. Should we explain what the soup off is? Well, I've spoken for quite a bit now, so you can explain. Ooh, lucky me. Uh, Earlier today, Chris and I each prepared a delicious soup, and Liam is going to decide, taste each one and decide which one he likes better. Basically, yeah. And the one he likes better will win, uh, and the one who he doesn't like um, has lost, and one of them will be fired. Sorry. It's my little joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It's my little joke about the, the Apprentice because Alan Sugar insists every episode on explaining what the word lose means. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Well, also, needless what? to say, we've got fucking millions of questions. So, thank you for all the questions. Well done, guys. Um, Sterling work. Yeah, our first question is actually from uh, Paul Perkins. Hey, Paul Perkins. I haven't had a question in a while, but he said, what would you get up to if you had Bernard's watch? Bernard's watch... Mm. Refresh my memory. I believe it's the watch that pauses time. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it's, it was a kids' show, wasn't it? Yes. Back in 1990-something. Yeah, basically. Wow. A bit like Adam Sandler's running click sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it, though, because it's got Adam Sandler in it. Well, yeah. Mm. So, anyway, if you could stop time, but you could obviously... What, what sort of stuff would you do? Mm. You see, this is the thing. There's, there's, one, there's one unintended consequence of time-stopping devices, okay. which they never explore in the fiction, right. which is this. You would actually age quicker mm. than the rest of the world. Well, I think in Bernard's watch, mm. the power, you know, it's, it's made I up. Think, I think this is a plot hole. <laughs> I think in Bernard's watch? Yeah, basically, I reckon by the time he's 20, he probably looks like he's 60. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, like Bernard, what's, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, but wouldn't you like to just sort of manipulate what other people are doing? Sort of, because you can, I know, you can pick bit... someone up in a bar, 
and then put them in the toilet, and then when you start everything, and that person's like, well, "What am I doing here?" Why? Why, why, why am I in the bowl? Oh yeah, this is yeah, this is what I want to know. What would you get up to? Do you have a bit of a laugh with it? I think it's unethical, personally. But am I correct in assuming that Bernard only ever used the watch for good? I'm pretty sure. I never saw him run around, you know, <laughs> stealing and, you know, committing crime. Yeah, because I, the only I only ever saw one episode, but basically a, a window cleaner fell off his ladder. And was about to go that's quite, on the that's quite deep. But now Bernard stopped, hit the watch just in the nick of time. Right. And, and he thought, what the bloody hell am I going to do about this? Yeah, and what then, did he do? And then he remembered there was a bouncy castle conveniently <laughs> around the corner. So, uh, I know. so he just picked up the bouncy castle, fully inflated, <laughs> because like, apparently the laws of you know, physics yeah, are suspended right. as well when he stops time. Right, yeah. And positioned it under the window cleaner. And Genius. Then, yeah. Fair, got to hand it to him, it's very resourceful. Thinking on his feet, yeah. What would I do? Um, if anything, I think the most useful function of the watch, the fact that it, you would age quicker than everybody else notwithstanding, would be that you can catch up on sleep as and when you require it. Uh, that's a good shout, which, yeah. which I think is, you know, would be good. In fact, in many ways, it would be very useful because you know, the most useful, the most valuable commodity that you have, which I've learned, is your time. Yes. Yeah, that's literally the most invaluable yeah. thing that you have. And I've realised that after our jigsaw jamboree. Yeah, God. Well, we, you, you live and learn, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Um, Fucking hell. So, yeah, you could create extra time. Well, let's, let's, let's assume that you don't age. Let's say it's a spend yeah. time ageing as yeah, well. Yeah. That would be brilliant. So you could get so much extra stuff done. Mm. Couldn't you? You could. That's so. That's it. That's your answer. I'd, yeah, I'd catch up on sleep and get more stuff done. All right. Well done. More Cheers riffs. for that. More yeah, riffs. More riffs. Cheers for that, Paul. Um, Emily Walton. I am. More plowmans. Um, more plowmans. This is quite an interesting one. She wants to know what is people's obsession with visiting places where thousands, if not millions, of people have died, such as Auschwitz, Chernobyl. Um, is it for respect or is there something else? I don't know if, if obsession is the word I would use there. No. You know? I mean... Intrigue. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does, it does seem to have sort of a magnetic sort of appeal to people, really, in a yeah. way. Um, I guess, really, you sort of understand intellectually that absolute atrocities occurred at this place, mm. and now, however many years down the line, that's now an article of history... Yeah, and you are free to kind of come and visit the place at your leisure, and you know, remember whatever happened there, yeah, and pay your respects. Do you, do you know what I mean? Does that does that make sense? The fact yeah. that you can you can go there, <coughs> you can go to these places and say, utter evil happened here, mm. and how the evil's finished. Yeah, if that makes sense, I guess that's kind of the the appeal of it. I suppose in a way it does come down to respect. Yeah, but I think Emily was kind of saying, is it? You know, is it like a when she says, "Is there something else behind it?" I think it's like, I think uh, it's important because you know it, it occurred to me the other day that you know we're almost at the point now we're probably less than a decade away from the Holocaust passing passing out of living memory. Yeah, and that in itself is actually quite a worrying prospect. You yeah, know? but it's I don't think it's one of them things that ever will, will it? But out of living memory, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean. It's the kind of thing that, you know, obviously, we tend to... It's not the kind of thing you're just going to go, oh, well, it's that long ago, so let's stop talking about it. Well, I don't know, you know, because, like... You know, well, I'd like to think it's not, anyway. We, we, you know, we, we, we've all grown up and you know, we've all known people who were, you know, maybe not at the, at the camps, but who were involved in some way in that conflict. Yeah. All of us. And, yeah. you know... That's uh, and those people obviously are, you know, are now passing away. Yeah. Um, and that is a, a very very worrying thing because for us it's kind of like maybe not maybe it wasn't a tangible thing for us but we have someone in our lives who tangibly yeah was involved in it in some way mm. in the grand scheme of things and subsequent you know generations that come after us are not going to have that. No. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's quite worrying when you think that the mechanised slaughter of six million people might just become a historical curiosity over time. Yeah, I know what you mean. So maybe that's why it's important. 
yeah, to go and visit places, places and like, actually this, this actually happened. Yeah, yeah, make it more real in your yeah. life, I suppose. Yeah, so um, they, there you go. I don't, right, know, that's well, a, I don't know if that's a particularly helpful, uh, illuminating answer, but well, that's all I've got right now. That's just, that will do. Um, next question. Cheers, Emily, for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. George Grimwood. Hey, our, George. Our host. Um, in uh, If you're in man versus food, <laughs> <laughs> what would you take on? Ooh. And uh, can we expect an episode of this in the future? Oh, my God. We did. Uh, we did have a little chat about this, didn't we? Uh, like during the week. Oh, we did. But uh, oh, that was a fruitful discussion, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't say any more, uh, no. listeners. But you'll, um, you'll enjoy the results. Trust well, me. I, the first thing I said was hot stuff, like spiciness, and you were like, "No, because your ass can't take it anymore." <laughs> That's not exactly the way I put it. But <laughs> that was the gist, though. Yeah. Well, you know, That's I, I do. I do. I do like eating spicy food. I really, really do. But you know. Yeah. You pay for it. You do. <laughs> Definitely. Not to get too graphic, but you know. Um, These young sprites will give up their curries one day, won't they, Andrew? Oh, they will. <laughs> when, they, when they hit the big 3 0, that's They'll it. Bloody <laughs> so, uh, what would you want to take on? What's something that you well, could see yourself? What's, what's a food that you can sort of very easily pack in, do you think? Um, well, I was thinking your obsession with lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> would you take on. Like the world's biggest lasagna. I once ate two lasagnas in one day. Jesus, this is like a obsession or like a, it's like. Well, a, actually, no. It was it was the bike ride last year. Oh, you had two lasagnas year. in one day. It or just in so, one sitting. Well, just no. It's in in the same day. It just oh. so happened that so the place we stopped <clears> for lunch served lasagna. Yep. Which is exactly what you need when you're cycling like sixty miles. <laughs> no, you got you got protein, you got carbs, you know. Okay. I'd imagine it being a little bit heavy though on the stomach. Trust me, by that point you could eat a bloody horse and no, you right. wouldn't even notice it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah. I'm just imagining you like Popeye but with lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> well, Garfield. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go, oh. Garfield. Yeah, perfect. Um, and just so happened, the place where you stopped for the evening um, also did lasagna. Was doing lasagna for dinner as well. Okay. So I had two lasagnas in one day. Well, we've got a feature lined up for next week, so. The one after that. How many lasagnas can Andrew Well, eat? no, I, I don't think lasagna... Like lasagna now. I don't think lasagna's the best choice for this podcast, because it's a bit much. Why do you make a lasagna and then I can eat it and choose which one? <laughs> yeah. Just keep coming That's around. a great idea. Well, I was also thinking of how many of a certain well, thing could you fit in your mouth. People could like guess, like Smarties or something. We could go right. Everyone Pringles. guess whoever gets the closest to the I've amount of Smarties you can fit in your mouth. What? It doesn't. Big it doesn't matter gobble. how big your gob is. But I'm saying we could say to people, right? Andrew's going to attempt to fit as many Smarties, Minstrels, Maltesers, whatever, in his mouth. If you guess the right amount or the closest to, you'll get a free pack of the item. That's one thing we can do, I suppose. Would you be up for that? You're not going to sit here and go, I can't. You and you've got to give it. You got to put some effort in, you know. Why, why can't you do it? Because this is because people. But I think people would much rather you did it. Why? I, well, no. I'm just going to say this. I want you to do it. Okay. So, you up for that? Week four, know. we'll do something. Feel like I might be making a bit of a spectacle of myself there. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we get Jason to do it. He'd be up for it. Well, yeah, but it's a little bit tricky getting hold of him. Whereas yeah. you're here every week, so well, I'm not sure there are enough smarties in the entire world. <laughs> no. Um, well, let's, that, let's have a think about it. We'll that, think about the item, but if you're up for you up for that, we'll think about it. All right. What about it's, those it's like happening. Wonka things, you know the things that pop and fizz in your mouth. Oh, see no, no, see no, how no. many of those you can take and see how long you can take it. <laughs> how long you can hold out in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Nah. yeah. All right. Well, we're, yeah, George, we will do something along these lines. We'll have a discussion. Be like an actual atom smasher. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question is also uh, sort of food related. Dan Cox. Hey, Dan Cox. Um, what if you could be a biscuit? What biscuit would you be? Ooh. This is relating from the tea. Well, I question. like, I like, I do like a good biscuit. That probably doesn't make me unique, but uh, well, who doesn't? Right? Mm. Do I want to be like my favourite biscuit, or do I want to strike out on my own and carve my own identity well, here in go. the in the biscuit world? <laughs> well, this is your it's your choice, mate. What would you rather? It's a wild biscuit. What is your first of all? What is your favourite biscuit? I think shortbread is my favourite. Okay. I could see you being with, shortbread. With yeah. or without the salt. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not necessary. <laughs> no salt. No salt. Not necessary. Yeah. Nah, nah. But, uh, yeah. Nice all-butter scotch uh, shortbread. Okay. 
But yeah. would you choose? Would you want to be that biscuit? I don't know. I don't have any Caledonian roots at all, so uh, <laughs> okay, I might be a bit dishonest. Okay, so um, what? What was? What's more appropriate for you? Uh, um, what are my defining qualities? <laughs> You're asking me, or Liam? It's <laughs> a dangerous question. Ask Liam. Liam's going to be more charitable. Your defining qualities. <laughs> well, I, I want to say you're quite dainty. Dainty. Yeah, you got little slender fingers that you used to play guitar. You're, we always say the frame of a dying tree. Yes. So I think you've got to be a sort of a dainty biscuit. What about those nice biscuits? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh. That I could see him being. They're only good when they dip in tea, though. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not. A tea, I'm not a tea dipper. You're not a tea dipper. It ruins your biscuit and your tea. That's what I was like. No, I'm, I'm you a just got double whammy. You just, just, just got to have the art of not letting it drop in. Yeah. No, I like it. I like a good dip. No. Right. Um, so that would be what I would make you. What? But what? What were your thoughts? Uh, well, I suppose I mean, nicers, nice biscuits are all right, aren't they? Quite I could happily, I could happily eat them. I suppose yeah. they are quite dainty. Yeah. But, uh, oh, maybe, or maybe not. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like a, a custard cream. Why? Why would you be a custard cream? Because I've got a rock solid exterior. <laughs> but you're full um, of custard. Um, yeah, but I'm full of custard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you look like if someone hit you, you would splat. I don't know. Rock, uh, custard creams are fairly robust. You know. Well, if, have you ever, imagine have you ever tried? Have you ever tried actually <clears throat> like? Smashing a custard cream. There's another feature. Yeah, <laughs> smash, smash. Yeah. Biscuit smashing. Biscuit smashing. We, we find out the sturdiest biscuit. Yeah. Stay tuned. You want yeah. to tell us about Richard Mattley? Oh, we'll have that next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next question is actually related to tea as well and biscuits. Well, the question is from Jason. Okay. And the question was simply tea? Yes, please. Yeah, and I did tell him, well, what are you, are you being specific? Because... I mean, what am I supposed to take from that question? Are you? And he turned out he was just asking if I want a tea. Yeah. So yes, I want a tea, Jason. Well, I should, should have said what this... type. Then it would have been interesting. Yeah. Ooh, well, he didn't yeah. specify at all, and then everyone was flying in on the Facebook, going, "Well, it could have been this. He could have meant that." And then Camomile he just mild tea. And then he just oh, popped up. And it's said, also, it's also shampoo. Mm. It? You can wash your hair with chamomile. Wow. And you can drink it as tea. It's quite nice as tea, actually. It's very, uh, very, yeah. There's no no caffeine in it, so you know you can if you fancy a cup of something hot in the evening. Just before bed with a bit of honey. Yeah. Well, mm. maybe not the honey. Oh, you not had the honey. Nah. nah. No, I don't use honey in drinks. I don't, don't use honey. You I don't, don't use rollos. I don't use rollos. Don't use gravy on the roast. Unless yeah. unless don't it's, use beans on your fry up. Well, no, because that's just hideous. Yeah. Say like that we had this. I swear this in season one we had this. I think this comes up. Frequently, the, yeah. beans, the beans question. Um, should we move on? Um, why not? Cool. Anthony Jackson. Hi, hey, Ant. Uh, I think it might be his first question. It's your first time, Ant. Yeah, welcome. welcome. Season, season three. Welcome aboard, man. <clears throat> um, Williams Wish Wellingtons. Oh, wow. You remember that? I remember it being a thing. I never saw an episode of it. Okay, oh. well, he said, how do they work? What would you wish for? And would you rob him for his gift? Um, well... You have to explain the premise of the show a bit better because he, he had some Wellingtons and they made his wishes. They granted him wishes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I think so. Yeah. Was it? Um, so it's basically sort of like a modern version of Five Children and It, I suppose. I, I well, wouldn't. Like, that didn't work. Well, I, would I, you would you rob um, William for his uh, wishing Wellingtons? Uh, you clobber him over the head with something and run off. No, that's not very nice, is it? Well, I would have thought that William would have had the common sense to keep them a closely guarded secret. Well, maybe, but if you had the opportunity, you know, if you imagine he invited you for a sleepover, come on, Andrew, come round, we'll 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 chill, we'll we'll I can wish for some stuff, we can have some fun, and then he goes to sleep, and you're there, and his boots are hanging. I don't know. At the end of the bed. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> it's so serious. Oh, I don't know, man. There's yeah, there's so much sort of innocence and naivety in that situation mm. you've described. It's kind of like I would feel like such an arsehole nicking the Wellingtons. <laughs> I would, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I mean, the opportunity to like be able to wish for stuff. But why can't you just borrow the Wellingtons? Why do you have to like? Oh, so you'd rather than Robin, you say, "Well, can I borrow well, can your? I, uh... Can I borrow your, your Wellingtons for five minutes? Is that would that be so wrong? Fair enough. He's, got a good, he's a good guy, yeah. Andrew. 
Uh, because I don't want to steal a child's boots. <laughs> yeah. that's, set, that's not setting the bar terribly high, is it? No, it doesn't really give a good idea of your moral compass, but no. yeah. Um, Alright, Matt Raven. Hey, Matt Raven. Um, he said, big juicy spots. <laughs> he okay. said, um, do you pop gloriously or magnesium sulfate uh, a plaster or leave it alone? Uh, how, do you, how do you deal with your spots? Well, but not as bad as I was, obviously, about 15 years ago or whatever it was. No. You know, but then, who among us is... Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't pop them, because that's how you get pop marks. Okay. So, you know. So you're not a popping man? No, 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 no. So what, what would you do? Well, I used to do, actually, and I, I have no idea if this is actually any good or not. I used to do the old toothpaste trick. I've heard of this. Does yeah. it work? Well, basically what it does is it, it, it basically dries them out completely yeah so and after that after give them another couple of days yeah. and they sort of just sort of like fall off in that way that scabs do okay well there you go there's some advice for some I mean people. it's it, it's it's not uh, see the first time I did it I got it completely wrong because right. the idea is you're only really meant to put it on the really big problematic ones and, and when I was just... when I was about 16 I like smeared my entire face <laughs> With toothpaste. Oh, God. I was like, this stings. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it would. And like, but it was, good, it was good for the science. You didn't go to so. school like that, did you? What, with a face full of toothpaste? Yeah, everyone calling you McLean's. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes McLean's. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> but I think, I think at the time I was using Aquafresh, so it wasn't even oh, like right. bright, brilliant white toothpaste. It no, was like, like this green and blue. Like green, well, it was all smushed together as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. And, right. But it, it cleans out your sinuses because you're just breathing in pure mint and fluoride. I suppose that could be good. It's not bad. That's all right, isn't it? Absolutely terrible for your skin, so I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. All right. Well, apply, apply it to the problematic ones, but you yeah. know, don't cover your entire face. Yeah, I, I, someone, yeah, someone had to explain this to me afterwards. Like, no, 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 no. You don't. You, you do. You've made a complete rickets at this, mate. Don't go yeah. getting yourself a toothpaste to skin addiction. Yeah, yeah quite. Key. Yeah, just don't, don't. Be like McLean's yeah. over here. Yeah. And, you can take your vitamins, kids. <coughs> well, there you go. Um, all right, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. Why do people think shots are a good idea? Mmm, that beats me, Carl. <laughs> no, seriously. Why indeed? No, because, right, when I go out for a drink, I'm like... I, I, I often say at the start of a heavy drinking session, right, I'll drink, I'm drinking tonight, but no shots. At the start of the night, no shots. As soon as it gets about four or five pints in, someone brings a shot out, and I'm like, "Oh, does their name right, begin? I'll do one. Does their name begin with K, by any chance? Well, it's usually Carl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there is other people that buy shots, and it's it it starts to become more of a good idea the more drunk you get. It feels like a good idea. Yeah, doesn't it? it never is. Yeah, yeah. But you never go in and your first drink's a shot. You never no. go and go, I'll have a shot, please, and then yeah. the next one, and the next one. No, mm. it's not like on a day like this where it's boiling, yeah. you're going to go in and be like, right. right. But once you've had some silly juice, then that's it. It's yeah. all, uh, all bets are off. Exactly. I think it's just... Oh, why, why do people do it? Um, yeah. why, well, why do people think it's a good idea, was the question. Mm -hmm. Does anyone actually believe that shots are a good idea, though? Because this is the thing. I mean, you can, you, there are lots of things you can enjoy and like, be fully cognizant of the mm. fact that it's a terrible idea. Mm. So, like, I, I could say, like, I could go an entire month eating nothing but full Englishes and really enjoy it. But at the same time, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Because I will probably die. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I see your just, point. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, people enjoy shots, but I don't think anyone firmly believes that they're a good idea. I suppose not. That's my view of the matter, anyway. All right, fair enough. Um, Doug Cousins. Hey, Doug Cousins. Why We're rocketing through today, aren't we? Oh yeah, man. We've got a lot to fit in. Oh, yeah. um, after this question, we will uh, we'll do uh, Jigsaw Jamboree, oh, yeah? Lovely. We'll let people listen to the next instalment of that. But yeah, Doug Cousins, why did Yankee Doodle name the feather in his hat macaroni? History does not relate. Maybe it's because he was mental, I don't know. <laughs> well, name like Yankee Doodle. He's I'm assuming like... his parents were a bit mental as well. Yeah, maybe. Well, is it just one of those tunes with just nonsense words which aren't really meant to make any sense it's like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song basically oh yeah. slammed what slammed <laughs> but yeah Doug basically we're just assuming that Yankee Doodle's fucking as mad as a balloon or a charming eccentric yeah alright let's go with that um, right let's do 
I, um, I look forward to this every week now. <laughs> um, it's uh, time for Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree. Hell yeah. Let's do this. The jigsaw continues. <laughs> well, always a bit bigger over That's it, just it for listeners just joining us, that's as exciting as it does get. Anyone got a problem with this, take up with Adam Mac Garrett, because this was all his idea. Yep. Thank you and sorry. Sorry? Yeah, sorry to Adam for all the abuse he'll get for <laughs> inflicting this. If, we in the world. if anyone's still listening, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not, not putting any money on it. I dare say they are. You reckon? Let's, let's think about some of our listeners. So, um, Emily, she'll definitely be... No, this. I reckon she'll get bored of this by now. Yeah? Yeah. You don't think she's a fan of Jigsaws? Well, I don't, no, I don't think she might like Jigsaws, but I don't think she likes listening to people... Oh, look at this, look at this. Four hit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that exciting. Can we add a little overdub sound every time you get a combo? Why not? Yeah. Um, Scott, Scott Willis, he'll... Is he like that five? Five in a row? Five in a row with... Yeah, did you hear that, Scott? Five in a row. Five pieces. It's gone awfully silent, so quiet now. Concentration, I wish you guys could see the concentration on his face and the delicate touch. Oh, you've got to be gentle with the pieces. Yeah? You respect the pieces and they will respect you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's like the ocean. Respect the ocean. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, I think... I don't know if the ocean will respect you if you respect it, though. No. It's not, not. But I think the ocean is under any obligation to respect you whatsoever. You could give it all the respect in the world and it would still drown you if it felt like it. Well, maybe this jigsaw's gonna drown you. Really? Do you, is, is the jigsaw under any obligation to respect you if you respect it? It's an inanimate object, it's not like a, an ecosystem. No, but... It's a, it, it's a mess. And it's, it's laughing Cur- at you. Currently it's a mess. It's laughing at you. Well, I'll get it straightened out, don't you worry. <laughs> Every little get piece. Get squared away. Seeing every single piece just with a little face on it looking up at you again. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, basically. Well, they can cut that talk out right now. You've got to show him who's boss. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Can't have jigsaw puzzles laughing at you. Won't do. But at the moment, that's all that's happening, mate. Being mocked. Right. Yes. It's, it's progressing, isn't it? It's the puzzle. progressing, but um, yeah, by this point, I think uh, my initial optimism was waning. Yes. <laughs> the rea- the yeah. reality and the gravity of the task at hand is it starts beginning to, get... to dawn on me at this well, point, isn't it? Believe me, listeners, it gets a lot worse. Yeah, this is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, trust me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was Jig- Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, okay, next question. Um, Scott Willis. Hey, Scott Willis. Right, I'm going to point out, he said to me, you have to answer this question and you can't avert it and, you know... No sidestepping no or side chicanery right. or no yeah. answers. Basically, which three famous or people... pokery Yeah. Which three famous people would you bring back from history in, in, and in place of who? So three, you get three celebrities from now, get rid of them for free from the past and... I don't understand this, but he said, out of the ones that you saved, who would you have a fight with? <laughs> right, okay. So uh, let's, let's first of all go with who would you bring back? They, these have to be celebrities then. People, yeah, celebrities, people from history. <coughs> Think, we said famous people, so. Famous people. Ooh, well. There's quite a few. The power of life and death. <coughs> There's too much power for one man. Yep, but it's been given to you. Dangerous. Mm. Matthew's almighty. Mm. Yeah, McLean's almighty. McLean's mm. almighty. <laughs> 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 
thinking. Hell. I can throw some names out. Yeah, go on. Freddie Mercury for a start. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Freddie Mercury, okay. I mean, think of the people we've lost just this year. That's true. I mean, I guess if I had to bring anyone back, it would be someone who, you know, died well before their time. Mm. You know? Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. I'm not really a fan of his stand-up, but he seemed like a decent guy, so... Yeah, I'd bring him back. Okay. Well, how about you You choose the people we bring back and I choose the people we replace? How about that? <laughs> All right. Is that acceptable? All right, well, I'll go Bill Hicks and Freddie Mercury for my first two. You've got to have one more. Um, I'm trying to think... There's been there's so many to choose from though, isn't there? Two of them coming. A little bit left field. Like. Yeah. Um, just bring him back. Any, any, pati- like, any particular reason just, why? Just bring him back to be like, what actually happened, mate? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going nuts. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say Bill Hicks, Freddie Mercury, and Alan Rickman. There you go. Alan Rickman, that's an interesting mm. choice. He was on his, he just directed his first film, so he was just starting out on that path. So there you go. It took come under the rug. There yeah. you go. So there's the three. Who are we going to replace? Who, so you've got to pick the ones that we're getting rid of. Yeah, that's, that's not, again, the power of life and death. Well, mm. who's, who, well... Joey Essex. Joey Essex, he's basically a bit of a knob, right? Yeah. <laughs> but is he an evil jackass? That's the nah. question. Nah. Who's, yeah, he's no Pol Pot. Yeah, what you really need is an evil jackass with no family. You need three. Well, three of them, preferably, yeah. So, come on. Donald Trump. Oh, come on, he's, he's got to go. He's got a family. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's, he'll, have, he'll have a trust fund. Would it, would, it do yeah. any, would it do any good to get to if he just sort of disappeared overnight, though? I think so. I don't know, don't think too hard about this. Because it would be, you know, the conspiracy nuts would go mad over that. Well, yeah. They'd be like, oh my God, Hillary had him removed. <laughs> yeah, but I think they'd be happy about it and all. Mm. Come on, mate. Who's just a really evil bastard? They don't. You, right, it's not going to happen. They don't have to be evil. Just people that you could do without, like, and that you're, you know. There's lots of people I could do. Yeah, without. I know. Well, then they pick don't, some well, of them. I don't want them to die. Yeah, but they're no. not going to, are they? It's just that you go. I'd rather that Freddie Mercury's here than Donald Trump. Okay. Surely. Okay. Well, that's that's not unreasonable. So let's say okay. Donald Trump for Freddie. Okay. Alan Rickman for who? Uh. He's like a really sinister version of Trump's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm going to say one that I, someone I know you don't like. Go on. Russell Brand. Uh, he's a nuisance. For Alan Rickman. It's a shame because he is actually quite a good comic actor, I think. Yeah. I, re- I re-watched <clears throat> Forgetting Sarah Marshall the other day. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, it, he means well, he's just a bit of a plum, isn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah. Basically. You want to go with that then? Uh, Donald Trump for Freddie Mercury. Russell Brand for Russell. Bill Hicks. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, okay. So you need one more for <laughs> Bill Hicks. Uh, I like how you went from evil to Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just trying to speed it along because he, he's, tensi- yeah. he's too sensitive. Bear in mind, these aren't really my choices, are they? I'm, I just, I was just saying people like known celebrities now that I know you don't Rupert like. Murdoch. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> for that, Bill Hicks. That, that, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right, so now the final bit. Out of Freddie Mercury, Bill Hicks and Alan Rickman, who would you fight? <laughs> well, who's like, who's, who can handle themselves like, most uh, in a punch-up? Who's going to be the most gonna, useless in a punch-up out of that one? Uh, well, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. Phil's a stand-up man, isn't he? So. I feel like, no, I feel like... If it, I, f- I feel like Freddie Mercury, not to speak ill of the dead, but I don't think he'd handle himself well in a fight. He, he was quite. He looked like quite, <laughs> quite a skinny guy in his youth. Yeah, Alan Rickman. I don't know. I think Bill Hicks would be the yeah. would win in a fight between those three. I reckon he'd probably knock out Freddie. Alan Hickman is Hans Gruber. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's you not actually. You Hans don't want Gruber. him knackertome in your house. Yeah. You? He could knackertome me and do a, <laughs> a Vada cadaver on me at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with that shit. Yeah. No. Well, who, who so that, rule, that rules out Alan Rickman, no, doesn't it? So we, that one out. No, exactly. <laughs> so we're leaning towards fighting Bill Hicks. Oh, dear. That would suck. He would knock you out. You reckon? Yeah. Well, I, uh, thought, I, hey, well, I thought we said Freddie Mercury, because he's like... Oh, would you rather fight him? Well, purely on the basis that we, <laughs> on absolutely no research and absolutely no inside <laughs> info, we 
we'd come to the conclusion that he'd be like the least effective in physical combat. Well, you just said he was. It'd the, have to be Freddie, just so that when you're standing over him, if you won, and you're yeah. saying we are the champions. Who, and out of those three, who's the most likely to? Who's <laughs> going to be the most useless at hand-to-hand combat? Well, I don't know. They could all be pretty handy with the fists, but. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, then again, there is that. For reasons for liability. There are, there are, there's this that story about, on one occasion, apparently Freddie Mercury, like, gave Sid Vicious his marching orders once. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know if Sid Vicious was a tough guy or not. Well, he's so vicious. Well, no, <laughs> we know, like, Queen, you know, the whole thing about Queen, were, like, ridiculously overblown, and, uh, oh, right, and yeah. they were sort of existing around about the same time punk happened. Okay, yeah. And like, apparently they were re- recording something, recording a song, and Sid Vicious just turned up because all these rock and roll bands seem to know each other. They just oh, yeah. turn up randomly at each other's sessions. And Sid Vicious turns up and says, Oi, Freddie, you in the ballet? Yeah, or something like that. Ooh. And Freddie says, Now look here, Simon Ferocious, or whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Ferocious. And like, just grabbed him by the lapels and just told him to fuck off, basically. Well, awesome. That's, so, a, that's yeah. a cool story. So yeah, he didn't uh, he didn't back down clearly. No, no, no. Wasn't in, you couldn't intimidate the guy. Right, pick one. Just pick a name. Just say a name. Just say a name. Stories down the skate, do you? No. Nah. <laughs> I'll say just Alan Rickman because he was the oldest when he died. And he because he was an actor, he'd probably really sell it. He would sell it actually. There you that's go. true. Right. I could I could do a Stone Cold Sun on him and, and he'd like fly out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, like the rock. He'd lever- like he'd just float gracefully <laughs> yeah. into the back row. Alright, good answer, yeah. good answer. And he'd be like, it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, next question is another one from Emily Walton. Hey Emily Walton. Um, if you could have a sport or activity entered as an Olympic sport, what would you choose? Like uh, just make one up. Mm. Or something that isn't a sport or whatever that you could that could be. Oh dear. The thing is, I'm not like a particularly physically capable person. Well, I'm not in good shape, really. <laughs> That's what I mean. Though it could be like uh, it could be like soloing, guitar solos. Yeah, you could the win like Olympic darts. Olympic darts. <laughs> Olympic darts. Yeah. I'm terrible at darts. Well, yeah. What would you? It couldn't be guitar soloing because like. You you'd, get, you'd get a bronze. I wouldn't even get the bronze. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'd even qualify, mate, to be honest. Oh. If you go, you know, seriously, you go on YouTube and you see all the guitarists on YouTube, they're all, mm. like, you know, mad, mate. Serious stuff. It's serious well, they could shit. just be noodlers. They could just be doing all that but not actually be able to, like, play an Or do, they, do you see them playing actual songs as well as doing all the fancy shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they, oh, they, okay. it's always, you yeah. know, it's all, well, the best ones can do both, basically. Right, you know? okay. So, no, I wouldn't even qualify yeah. at Olympic level, no way. Yeah, well. So what would you go for then? What would you be pretty decent at? What do you think what do you think could be an event that you could potentially win a gold? Uh, um, very good question. Come on, mate. I'm a bit useless now that I think about it. <laughs> what if everything? Yeah. Come on, mate, don't be like that. Come on, Liam, tell him. Yeah, there's no tell need him. to have the McDonald chip attitude. <laughs> Come on. Just flop, like, on. Come on, mate, you're good at lots of stuff. Yeah, but are they things that could be... Not jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, not jigsaw puzzles. Got yeah, the Olympic jigsaw this. puzzles. This. Podcasts. Podcasts. Olymp- <laughs> Olympic talking bollocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good there one. There we go. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> All right, let's go yeah. with that. I, I, yeah. and you, know, you could have different disciplines within the yeah. same sport not just talking bollocks bloviation bloviation yeah. how far can you wander off a point how far can you <laughs> extrapolate things yeah. how long can you keep talking continuously um, yeah yeah I reckon you know Usain Bolt's triple triple if this became <laughs> a thing I could make it a quad quad oh well big words yeah. I well that's, what, that's why we're here you know <laughs> right George Grimwood, another one from him. Hey, George. If, Dis- if Disney Pixar approached you to make a film, what inan- inanimate objects would you choose as main characters <laughs> and who would voice said characters? Uh, yes, that's a very good point, isn't it? It's all, well, a lot of it. It's usually, like, cars. Cars. Didn't they do an aeroplane one as well? Yeah, planes. Cars, oh, yeah. planes. It'd be cool if you had an, an toys, animation t- where toys story. the band leaves a room and all the... Uh, all the instruments, the musical instruments. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
What kind of what kind of crazy adventures would they get up to? You could have a really obnoxious microphone. Oh yeah. So yeah, say it was like so. You guys are holding me back. We already know a really obnoxious microphone. So this this could actually be the next. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So the the next film could just be called Instruments. Instruments. And then you could it would just be like a drum kit, a guitar, a bass, and a microphone. And so who would voice each one? Uh, Which actors would voice the microphone, the obnoxious microphone? The obnoxious yeah. microphone. And like you could have the enemy. Dan- Danny Dyer. The enemy could be Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer as the microphone. The enemy could brilliant. be like an evil treble clef. <laughs> well, yeah, you can have yeah. the whole thing like the, a plucky, young, fresh-faced guitar. Kind of is, is embarking <laughs> on a failed romance with like a harp that's a member of the Berlin Philharmonic. This is, this is fucking genius. It's writing itself. This man. is genius. Man, why don't I... And there's a subtext about sort of class divisions and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloody hell, I think we're yeah. on to something. We are. Right? There you go, George. That is it. You can have a mixed race piano. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Quite... Well, there you go. That is genius. Um, it's coming to a cinema near you. Um, In, yes, 2038. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert Honeyman. Hey, Rob. He simply says jelly beans or gummy bears. Uh, not a big fan of either, but jelly beans suck, so gummy okay. bears win by default. Okay. The two sweetest words in the English language. Lovely stuff. Um, that was a nice quick one. Cheers, Rob. Yeah, no worries. Um, we'll do one more, and then we will do the soup off. <sighs> oh, my okay. God. All right, so this next one is from um, your favourite person again, Adam McJarrett. Hey, Adam McJarrett. Um... This is quite a good one, interesting. He said, do you think the gaming industry is destroying imagination or helping to develop more imaginative people? Hmm, that is an interesting question. Mm. Okay. Um, is he talking about people who work in that industry or the effect of the, the consumers? Yeah, I think it's for the consumers. Uh, well, I'm not, I haven't been a gamer for about 10 years now. Okay. And probably even longer. But I do sort of keep up because I actually quite like uh, the artsy crow shorters ramblings okay he's a dude on the internet mm-hmm. um, and he talks a lot of sense right and he also talks some rubbish from time to time yeah but then who doesn't yeah um, but he makes the point that um, and I, I'll go along with this actually that what's described as the triple A games industry does see, it seems like creativity is an imagination are just dirty words Right, yeah. Because yeah, you end up like with a new version of Call of Duty every year, and yeah. it's just the same old bollocks <laughs> and shooting stuff. And... I suppose so, but I mean, if you look back at some games in history, there is obviously a lot more imagination back then. Oh yeah, like, yeah things yeah, like yeah. Final Fantasy, obviously. <coughs> I mean, I know that was again another one where there was there's a lot of them. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The the initial premise is quite imaginative. But I think I think the point he generally makes is that there are very very few original ideas in in AAA gaming now. So yeah. you know, there's always going to be a new Mortal Kombat or a new always, FIFA, a new FIFA, new, yeah. a new Call of Duty. There's always going to be a new Assassin's Creed. There's always going to be a remake of something that was big in the eighties. Yeah. And you know, it's it's not a very good situation. However, if I believe the indie games scene is actually yeah. got a lot of really good cool ideas in it yeah there like, is actually a documentary on indie gaming on Netflix yeah. that I watched and it was quite interesting actually to see the amount of effort these people go through yeah. and how passionate they are about it compared to because they're talking about the games like Halo and stuff going I think these games are shit yeah and they mean it and you can see the like venom well, <laughs> like, the thing is like Halo is essentially just a very very modern version of Doom yeah. Isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, when Halo first came out, it was just astounding, wasn't it? Because nothing had been seen. I don't know. You see, the thing is, you know, on the on consoles, I don't. Th- I think that's probably true. You know. Yeah. But then, actually, like, yeah, I've never been a PC. But the PC, you know, the PC shooting scene was already, you know, established. Yeah, they yeah. they'd been sort of at the point Halo was years before Quake. You know? Yeah, Quake, Quake. I used to two. play that in school in IT. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Quake, Quake <laughs> one or Quake two? I think it was Quake two. Sweet. Yeah, that was the one that had the pumping heavy metal soundtrack mm-hmm. that just made the whole experience more worthwhile definitely I thought um, but like in like in the indie games thing uh, that was the, what was the one we were playing the other day Surgeon Simulator oh god that was, that was, <laughs> but that was unbelievably entertaining it was, though, that's the, it? and that is the point you know yeah. so um, yeah. Papers Please I mean that one's quite a bit yeah. older now um, what's another one um, Keep Talking and No One Explodes 
didn't hear that's, that's quite fun. It's basically, you need two screens and two people to play it. But the premise is, you know in the movies where like some guy who hasn't got the faintest idea how bombs work yeah. has a bomb in front of him and he's got the bomb disposal expert on the phone. Mm. And they're saying, okay, does it got a red wire, has it got a green wire and does it say this on there at any point? Mm. And it's sort of like meant to recreate that scenario. So like one of the players has a PDF document which is like a hundred page bomb manual and the other person has the bomb in front of them and they've got to just talk back and forth without looking at each other's screens because that'd be cheating okay. and try and safely defuse the bomb. All right. Yeah, it's, it's quite a nice collaborative game and the further along you go, the more complicated they get. And, you know, that's, it's, a, it's a really simple idea, but it's a really neat one, you know? Yeah, and fair if, if the big money games, the games which sold zillions and zillions of units every year, were more sort of as creative as these things, yeah. then maybe I could say that the gaming industry on the whole you know, creates creative and forward-thinking individuals. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I think those people seem to be languishing on the margins a little bit, unfortunately. All right, I think that was quite a good answer. So there you go. All right, you know what time it is? It's time, time for, for our special feature. Well, which one? We've got so many of these days. Well, we, we've done Jigsaw Jam. Oh, we have. We can't yeah. keep up, mate. Sorry. It's time for the soup off. Oh. Soup music. Welcome to the Soup Off, everyone. Soup Challenge 2016 with Chris and Drew. And Liam, our judge, judge. who is awaiting, having a fag, fag, waiting for our soup. Right, we're going to do this. We're going to reheat our soups. Should we tell the audience what we've made? Uh, Yeah, all right. Let's just tell everyone. Go on, Chris, you go first. My soup is a homemade, of course. Natch. Leek and potato soup. Okay. Do you want to tell everyone what you've made? Basic. No. Don't, don't give it... It's basic, is it? Yeah, a bit basic. Well, what's, what's yours? I made a delicious asparagus soup. Well, that, why is that not basic? Mine's got two oh, things yeah. in, at least. Leek and potato is just standard, isn't it? Delicious is what it is. Yeah, it might be, but it's a bit like, you know... What's so, what's so interesting about asparagus soup? Makes your wee smell funny. Oh, great. Yeah. That's, that's literally <laughs> the only thing I can think of. Brilliant, mate. So, yeah, we're heating up our soups for Liam. Liam, are you excited? Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's boiling hot, and now we're making him soup. Has, has yours gone wrong there, Chris? Are you it trying, look, to, it looks trying like to vex stir, me? It looks like you're stirring a packet of instant mash. Shut up, mate. This is a nice, thick soup. Yeah, OK. Yours look, what does yours look like? Yours is fucking luminous. Luminous green. Well, it has got fresh asparagus in it. It looks right? disgusting. What do you think it's going to look it like? It looks disgusting. Bollocks, mate. No, it looks terrible. You've never, had a green, <laughs> you've never had green soup before? I've had asparagus soup before, and it's not that green. Mine is. <laughs> well, yours is... What, what colour was the one you had, then? Well, it was more the colour of mine, actually. Really? Yeah. Are you sure that was asparagus that put it in? Yes, I'm 100% sure. Are you sure they didn't like, water it down with about four points of cream? Come on, mate, look at that. That looks amazing. That looks alright for instant mash. <laughs> Fuck you. Yours looks alright for snot. In fact, it doesn't even look alright yeah, for snot. If, if, if your snot looks like that, you should see a doctor immediately. Well, this is the point. Yours looks fucking gross. <laughs> so, Liam, you got to give the soups a score out of ten, I reckon. It's a nice round number. Yep. Except it's not really, it's an entirely arbitrary number. So all my base in it on just flavour. <sighs> flavour and uh, consistency. And how it looks, I think. I think the look is important. Presentation, yeah. So yeah. It's not the day for soup, I'll be honest, it's boiling. But Yeah, whatever. well I don't know, I, I find it a nice hot day, you don't want a heavy lunch. Not yeah. a heavy lunch, but the soup is quite light. You can let it cool down so it's a comfortable temperature, and then you know you don't mind if I put that back in. Mate, <laughs> hey, don't you worry. You, you you like a hearty soup. For mash, get smash. The Andrew's on the low and slow. Low and slow is the way forward, mate. You can't uh, you can't reheat soup too quickly. It ruins it. Mine's gonna be. Mine tastes amazing. I'm not joking. It won't taste amazing. No, it tastes amazing. I had a bowl of it myself earlier, and I polished it off. Okay. And well, it was fucking great. Like, well, like I did likewise with my uh, creation. Yeah. With my concoction. Mm. 
Uh, I noticed as well you've, uh, you've you have cheated a little bit as well. Why? You've got shop bought croutons. It's for presentation. Yeah, but it's just a of it. You're just jealous. You're just jealous. That's all this is. I'm not impressed. Just because you didn't think of it, that's all this Gordon is. Gordon Ramsay wouldn't put up with this shit. He'd say, you know, do you, are these fresh croutons or do you buy them in the shop? Um, I'd say um, shut um, up and try my soup. Actually, we got them from the shop. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's basically what happens every single week. I think mine's ready to go. You reckon? Yeah, I think mine's not quite mine's nice yeah, and hot. Yeah. Yeah, mine's nice and hot, man. Mine's ready. Okay. I might All right. again, yeah. put this on blast, maybe. This is the important part is the presentation here. So spoon some in here. Dear, oh dear. <laughs> what? Look at that. You're jealous. It looks like a bowl of porridge, mate. No, it doesn't. It looks like a fucking hearty soup that you'd be lucky to fucking eat. Might even let you try some. Uh, I don't think I want it. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, sure, sure. It looks like a disaster. Although, if you've got any instant mash, it might be more palatable, you know, than whatever the fuck. I am going to hit you with my saucepan. Absolutely I love awesome. I love this psych out stuff, it's amazing. And then here we go. See this mate, this is gourmet. <laughs> oh one, a crouton. Not crouton. done, am I? You focus on your own soup, mate. You got a lot to say about mine. Jesus. Mine speaks for itself. It's singing in that pot. That's it there, that is fucking amazing. I see, okay. I think mine's pretty much there now. No one cares about yours, eh? Do they not? That's a pity. Alright, you've got a bottle of water there, so after you taste one, you know, clear the palate. Yeah. <laughs> what you need is... Oh, listen to that sound! What you really need is that... There, that tea towel he carries around with him. So, so like, you've got... Yeah, he, Ramsey? Yeah. He like wipes the food off his tongue when he really doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm gonna move the recording device. So you're gonna talk me through your ingredients. Alright, here's a spoon. I'm not gonna put it in for you because I'll let you decide what you do. Right, there you go. The right. soups are ready. Liam is ready. Do you wanna talk us through your creation? Yeah, you talk us this? through your creation. Well, leaky potato, obviously, okay. a hearty one. So three fresh leeks. Yeah. Um some roosters potatoes. Alright. Peeled, uh, cut up, diced if you will. Okay. Same with the uh, same with the leek, um, popped in with it with a, a stock. Let that boil. Yeah. Uh, and then it was uh, into the old. Uh, add a little bit of butter. Do you want to know the ingredients? Butter. Or? Yes, mate. Mm, yeah. Why is that? Is that what's thickened it? Possibly. How much butter did you put in, mate? It looks nice. Is that? Yeah, it does. Doesn't look like soup. <laughs> you can't. It is a soup. You can't so that looks like soup. Yeah, that that actually. I think I should win by default. <laughs> that isn't soup. That is soup. Right, just eat it. Right. Eat, you go for mine first, then, and then Andrew can talk think you through his. It was on, if it was snot. on points on what looks like soup, Andrew would win. <laughs> this is but, bullshit. But that is literally pureed mash, judge, mate. Judge me on the fucking okay. taste. Right, I'm gonna taste it. I'm gonna do a croutonless. Croutonless. Mouthful, because okay. this sort of bar might be a bit is hot. Is that carrot in there? No, it's probably a bit of the um, potato. I always get he's getting a nod. Positive reaction. That is nice. Oh, good. Don't taste like soup. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? It tastes like soup. No, the soup looks like that. Yeah, but, all right, though. taste and looks is a different thing altogether, mate. Come on. Yeah, but it's a soup off. It doesn't taste it. like soup. Just it's nice, it. though. Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? A bit of a crouton in there. Can't you go eat? Look, you can't stop eating it. Make sure you leave some room, Liam. Just saying. Alright. Little cleanse of the palate with the water there. No, I like the uh, flavours that come through the peppers and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got that down, didn't you? Right. Right, now you get to try this slot. Onto the soup. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, what we've got here? Asparagus soup. 400 grams of asparagus, finely chopped. One Where's finely, one fine. <laughs> I left it at home. Uh, one finely chopped onion, all fried up, 
and then sort of simmered for about 20 minutes, nice and soft. Do you and mind if I finish my soup? Why you eat his? No, I want some more. Oh, you do? Oh, wow, well, look at um, that. I did about <laughs> half a litre of vegetable stock, reduced it, whacked it in the blender, salt and pepper, jobs are good. Well, then, no, sounds no good. butter. Looks fucking disgusting. Sounds good. It does look like so young ones. <laughs> it does look a little bit. I grant you. If I presented that with a garnish and a little dollop of cream, you'd be like, oh, very gourmet. Mm. He nods sagely. It's got a rich taste to it. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I know they're both they're both very flavoursome. I'm going to get marked down on the looks. I'm not like, happy about it. It does taste like soup. <laughs> that's, that's positive. Yeah, but mate, if it's like a sandwich competition, you can't turn up with like a sausage casserole and say, oh, it's, it's actually so you're a saying, sandwich. So you're telling me you've never had a soup that's this, thick? This is, really, soup. This is a not really like tough situation because <laughs> they're both really nice. Um, I think the one tastes like a soup and the other doesn't taste like a soup but no, it's, this really, thing of taste, it's really tasty the, uh, yeah but taste and texture is not the same thing it, Chris, of course it tastes Chris, like a soup I think what Liam is trying to say is that the ineluctable conclusion at this point is that I've won well don't think so, so. Thing. Don't think so. presentation Chris wins the points yes no but like <laughs> it just sort of looks a nicer colour than Asparagus is green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I will say oh, is God. for soup consistency, you win hands down. Obviously. Alright, so that's one each. Now who wins one all. for for the oh, taste? For... Which one would you prefer to finish now? One. Yes! <laughs> oh. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. This is really nice, but like this is like I don't know, it's sort of got I don't know. Look at that, mate. Eat it up. Shocked and stuff. <laughs> oh, there you go, mate. Can I try some of yours? I have to admit, I do like mashed potato with, um, <laughs> with pepper. So my mash is beating your soup. Yeah, that, <laughs> In the soup that, that appears to be the case. I'm going to try some of Andrew's just to be, you know... It's fucking gorgeous, though. No, mine's definitely better. I'm not joking. Right. Try some of mine, Andrew. Try some. Give me a spoon. <laughs> try piece See, of what the, <laughs> See what all the fuss is about. Although... Um, yeah, this is pureed potato, mate. No, how does it taste? Taste it. It tastes very nice. Mm. Better than yours. It's not soup, though. It's better than yours. It I is soup. think it's not soup. It's not. But soup. it's better. But it's one the soup challenge, so it is soup. Oh, Jesus! This is this is an outrage. There you go, listeners. You should have been disqualified. <laughs> no, I'm finishing this. Go you in disgust. I think you've been biased by putting loads of pepper in as well because you're not know pepper. I didn't know that. Didn't you? No, just that is nice though. Well, there you go, listeners. See, what if won. you combine the two? That would be awesome. I wouldn't tarnish yeah. my winning soup with that second place no. piece of shit. Excuse me, finishing this, but I didn't have any lunch, so. Okay. Right, there you go, listeners. Thanks for listening to the soup off. Clear winner. See you later. Did you enjoy both the soups, Liam? Yeah, they're lovely. Good. Excellent. <laughs> you see, now you've got to pretend that you actually do enjoy both of them and <laughs> yeah. taste them. Yeah. Because we're not actually recording this in sequence, dear listeners. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the outcome of this section is actually a mystery to us at this point. Yeah. You know before we do. Yeah, you know before we Time do. Time travel. Okay. Um, right. One more question. <laughs> One more question. Oh, sorry, two. A two-part question oh, and then time for your joke. Um, and uh, it's from Rab McLennan. Hey, Rab McLennan. Uh, I'd like to say that before I read this question, basically our prediction about what Rab's question would be after Bloodstock. Yeah, what did we predict? We predicted that it would be something to do with Bloodstock and something to do with food. Shall I read you the question? Why not? What's the best thing to have at Bloodstock? Pizza, <laughs> Chinese, burger, steak sandwich, or cheese and bacon toasty? Whoa. So are those the only options? Well, they're the options he's giving you. Right, well, I'll tell you what. I was at the, sat I was at the Bloodstock on Saturday, mm -hmm. and there was a stall. Uh, I was going to go to Delicates to get just a panini or something like that yep. for lunch, but the queue was very long, 
and right next door to it, no queue at all, there was a paella stand. So, oh, the paella. Haven't had one in a while. Yep. It was actually pretty decent, to be honest. For so you go, so the secret option. The secret paella. option, paella. Okay. And you can have vegetable paella. Oh, no, there was a vegan option, there was a meat option, there was a seafood option. We obviously, because it's a pop-up store, you've not got a full yeah, menu yeah. or anything like that. But I uh, asked them if they'd do a mixture for me. Mm-hmm. Vegan and meat. Nice. Like, yeah, sure, why not? And it was very, very tasty. Very filling. Okay. And uh, set me up for the rest of the day, it did. So, sorry, Rab, all of your choices are invalid. <laughs> well, he wanted to say, where he mentioned steak sandwich, he said, um, if you did that, would you have the steak in a sandwich or in a baguette? Ooh. That was his follow-up question. Good question. Um, well, the trouble is, have you ever had a... St- I've never had a steak sandwich, which I thought really okay. worked. I think baguette is the better choice. But do you not find, like, when people put steaky meat in a sandwich, it it's just like, because it's been sitting there all day, Yeah, it's tough as old boots by the time you get to eat it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even choose steak, to be honest. Not unless I'd freshly prepared it, or it were freshly prepared. Yeah. If you had done that, would you choose a baguette? The baguette just seems more logical to me. Yeah. You know, because you've got a sandwich, you bite one end and it all falls out the back. A baguette, baguette you can just sort of slowly... Funnel it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good hand action. Thank you. Um, all right, it's time for your joke. Oh, goody. Andrew's joke of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on in. Bore so, me. Bore me. Bore you. Well, as I said, we can. Uh, we should have taken a poll on this actually, because this joke could be five seconds or five hours, let's, depending on how you tell uh, it. Let's make it about five, mate. Five seconds. Five. <laughs> no, five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Well, I'm just going to have to improvise a bit here. All right, go on And then. you just need to wave at me when it's time to wrap it up. Okay, then. So, uh, this geezer, he wins tickets to the Olympic Games. Good for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but unfortunately, as is always the case with these things, you don't usually get a choice of what event you're going to see. What normally happens is, I believe, or at least this was the case in London, you have to apply for your tickets years in advance and they enter your name into a lottery and if you're lucky you might get a particular event you know yeah. but, but you don't usually get a choice of which event you're going to get at least I think that's the case that's how it worked in London anyway okay not unless you like ever played a game of golf with Sebastian get on with it you said five minutes I'm fucking <laughs> scraping the barrel here alright okay okay um, so um, this geezer he um, he wins he uh, wins Pole vault tickets. Cool. He's like, oh, not, not, I was hoping for like 100 metre final, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I imagine everyone would have wanted. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, free trip to Rio, you know, it was all expenses included. Nice. Free holiday in Rio, and, you know, I'm out there for a couple of weeks. Pole vaulting is only a couple of days, so, you know. Making the best of yeah, it. Yeah, make the best of it, you know. I mean, how often do you get a chance to go to Rio for free? That's right? true. Uh, unfortunately, though, he uh, got a little bit lost when he got there. Okay. You know, and uh, not when he was finding his hotel, but uh, you know, wandering around sort of the Olympic Village and trying to find you know the relevant uh, arena to go to and all the rest of it. Completely stumped. Okay. You know, just couldn't uh, couldn't uh, you know, couldn't find his way. Uh, so what happened next? Um, so he stopped for lunch. Uh, had a paella. <laughs> there was a steak sandwich available, but he uh, elected not to have it. <laughs> Had a couple of bowls of soup for a starter as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, one of them was awesome. Uh, <laughs> the other one kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, you know, event starts in uh, about half an hour to find me, find my seats. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, he just, you know, he'd also had a couple of beers and mm. uh, by a couple of beers, he'd have about ten and a few lunch. shots he had a few shots as well yeah 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 because he thought it was a good idea yeah literally the first person in history yeah and um, sort of staggering around the Olympic village thinking oh bloody hell where do I go now so he sees a very tall lanky looking fellow and oh he looks like he could be in this event mm-hmm. and he sort of staggers up to him and says, excuse me mate are you a, excuse me excuse me are you a pole vaulter and he says um no, I'm actually uh, I'm actually German. And how did you know my name was Walter? <laughs> oh, that's that's all right. 
I'll let him. I think that was that was yeah, decent was, enough. Yeah, because I mean, the one you told last week was shit, and even Emily pointed out that that wasn't the joke. At least this one was a joke. That was the joke. Yeah. The joke was that there was no joke. Yeah. It was just a shaggy dog story designed to piss everyone off. Well, it certainly worked. Well, good. Well, um, next week, folks, we should have um, another guest. Um, our host... Ooh, we've got a treat for you. <clears throat> our host, George Grimwood, will be joining us. Um, so look forward to that, and we'll have another special feature, uh, along with the next instalment of Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree. Can't wait. And another joke. It just gets worse. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Liam, for being our soup judge and for joining us in this episode. Super. <laughs> hey! After all that eating <clears throat> the soup, you may have to find yourself in a supine position now to no. recuperate. Right? Uh, anyway, mate, I will. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, folks, thanks for joining us again. Keep the questions coming for next week and uh, we'll uh, yeah, end with your little quote. Uh, which one's that? Your, uh, what is it, the keep it worthy? Stay, I'll stay worthy. Let's do it together. <laughs> let's, do, let's do it on three. One, two, three. Stay, stay worthy. worthy. That was gay as fuck. Take up with Adam Matt Garrett because this was always our idea.